Hey guys, welcome back to Final Sector. Today we're looking at the Spanish Grand Prix. Uh, this is a track that is pretty well known for a lot of teams bringing their first major upgrades, uh, as we're, we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, a lot of teams bringing updates. Yeah, I think it's going to be a real intriguing one, the fact that we had uh, our very first testing session here. Teams have had uh, a very good look in uh, with these new cars uh, at the new track. Um, so it'll be, uh, I think, yeah, very, very intriguing. It's supposed to swing back Ferrari's direction, so maybe we'll have that uh, the, the title battle back in our hands again. But um, That before seems we, to be the vibe, yes. <laughs> before we get into everything, I uh, just wanted to say, if you are watching this on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe if you enjoy it. Uh, recommend us to your friends as well. Uh, we want to. We just want to have a nice little community, nice little conversation. That's part of the reason why we got into this. We just we just love talking about it. So, um, but yeah, if, if if you have any have any thoughts, you have any predictions as well for for the Spanish Grand Prix or for this season, leave them in the comments. Uh, we love reading them, love responding. So, uh, and if you're listening on Spotify, then uh, just tweet at our uh, Twitter at at Final Sector YT. Uh, I always forget that. I always have to think about it. Um, but yeah, just <laughs> just tweet us there. Tweet us your predictions. Yep. But yeah, uh, thanks everyone for watching and listening. But uh, yeah, let's get into it. A couple of little bits of news. Uh, we've got Nick DeVries uh, in for Alex Albon in the Williams. Uh, a lot of people, like I think we mentioned in the podcast or you yes. brought it up, uh, DeVries was apparently replacing Latifi because he was getting a seat fit at Williams. Well, it turns out it was he was just getting FP1 at, at Spain. So, you know. <laughs> Mystery solved. We've yeah, done it. <laughs> we did it. Um, so, you know, that's great for him. Uh, he's obviously, I think he's mis technically Mercedes reserve. So Well, he was a Mercedes junior, yeah. Yes, but then when he so... won the title and then he kind of moved mm. off onto other things rather than F1. He has been tied to that uh, that Williams seat for the last sort of, six months i would say maybe a little longer so um yeah, maybe, maybe. or even in the discussion for for who yeah. was going to get the drive initially he was in that yes. chat as well so yeah. eduardo freitas who is our second race director he finally gets his his first race in f1 it's the first chance he's gotten so i don't know how much is going to change and i know there's again talked about on the podcast by the way, go listen to that. It's on Spotify, coming out on... <laughs> uh, it'll actually be out on YouTube by the time this one releases as well. So, um, yeah, go check that one out. Um, we talk about a lot of this stuff, but uh, the rules crack down, you know... Uh, what's his fate? Uh, Niels Wittich, I think it is, that's mm. his name. Uh, he's apparently supposed to be really strict, uh, just in general, like before even coming in. Uh, he, he's been known to be like a really, you know strong arm kind of uh director proper so hands-on getting through the yeah yeah i'm very dirt. curious to see if, if freitas is gonna have that same approach or if it's gonna be a little more lax this weekend uh or maybe we may notice nothing probably more the latter but uh, <laughs> yes. yeah uh and yeah obviously being barcelona it's uh signs and alonso's home races uh really i guess it's signs uh first genuine chance at, at getting a home race win right because he's mm -hmm. in uh one of the fastest cars um he's doing he has pace when he i was gonna say he's doing okay he he is the potential is um, there right yes, definitely That's, a potential yeah. so um yeah i think he'll he'll have a lot of support this weekend i imagine so um but yeah i mean the really the biggest talking point for this weekend is is the updates uh so many articles coming out with teams talking about that. We're bringing updates. We're bringing updates. Everyone's bringing updates. Uh, except for one team who has come out and said they're not bringing updates for the next four to five races, and that's Haas. 
Um, ah. they, they have a big upgrade planned for, they said, four to five races. They didn't specify which one, but uh, yeah, Gunter Steiner came out and says um, they still believe they have performance to unlock in their current car uh, before attaching all you know the new parts, but they do have that, that big upgrade planned. So uh, they They're going to had... take their time a bit. Yeah, that's it. Well, they haven't had any major upgrades at all this season, so... Uh, the fact that they're waiting almost until literally halfway through the season to really bring their first major package seems a little strange. There's the a lot updates... of variables at play, right? There's yeah. things like cost. There's maybe where they're doing mm. a significant update. There's maybe where they tested a few things and they saw it wasn't working, so they didn't want to keep testing it right. Yeah. There's Yeah, it's hard yeah. to say. But when everyone's bringing them and they're the only one that's not, then it's a little yeah. bit like, mm, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's possible that their, their major upgrade package is quite major where it's like they're just bringing you know they're gonna do it in like one big chunk like they're just the b-spec car yeah, yeah. um <laughs> the legendary <and> guess, <laughs> yeah just comes comes with a new car and it's just completely different um <laughs> but uh yeah i mean it's it's possible it, it kind of makes sense that maybe they want to understand their car a little bit better before they just go throwing all these parts on which i guess kind of makes sense they've already outdone their expectations given last year so you know mm. they're already a lot further up so maybe they just uh they, they want to understand their car a little bit better which i guess makes sense but um it'll be curious to see if if them not bringing anything will will hinder them this weekend so yeah uh, it depends how much of a gap they still think have to unlock if they think hey upgrades isn't actually you know we could either upgrade or we could spend a bit more time just focusing and extracting more performance out of the car then maybe they say we can still keep up with that and then we're not actually having to spend through this upgrade cycle and if we can keep up with everyone within the second cycle we can spend double on it when everyone's only going to have half their Mm -hmm. spend right so it could be a bit of that as well there's yep that's true could be a bit of that at play but we'll know once we get to i guess Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we see where they end up and what they're saying. If they're, you know, mm. yep, <laughs> all yep. over the shop, it's like, oh, you, know you should have yeah, done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, I'm going to go through a few of the teams who have uh, at least come out and said uh, that they're bringing updates and, and what they're bringing if they've mentioned it. Uh, Ferrari uh, are set to bring their first major upgrade package. Again, I believe we talked about it either in the Miami race breakdown or the podcast. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're set to bring a new floor, which is going to hopefully reduce their porpoising by allow, or allows them to run their car lower. They're, they're predicting it'll give them a couple of tenths. Uh, I'm guessing from their simulations, it should give them two to three tenths, which is how much they said they were down at Miami. So, uh, that could be <laughs> They've fun. calculated it yeah, exactly, exactly to get the yeah. same lap we're, time. <laughs> we were point two five three seconds down and we found 0.254 in this upgrade yeah. <laughs> oh we're back in it boys um but yeah i mean apparently they're still chasing some answers as to why their low speed advantage was kind of diminished at miami uh despite the fact that they were running high downforce wings and red bull weren't but they could still be red bull could still be faster through mm-hmm. those low speed sections so um i think Mattia bernardo came out and said he believes it was just due to the fact that red bull bought you know brought so many new parts that they've just unlocked that performance with those so if if that's the case and that level of development can give you that much in such a short period of time then it ferrari have a very good 
you know that potential to, to come right back with their major upgrade as well so yep. um yeah very very intriguing to to see if they can close that gap again i do i do like how i think we talked about it a little bit as well but i still like how even even through the past like there's been more and more mumblings of kind of ferrari going if this isn't a big enough step or, or if red bull also do a massive step here then they're like how mm. are they doing this <laughs> they yeah. seem to be, more and more teams seem to be going how are red bull doing extracting so much when they're supposed to have so little budget mm-hmm. i feel like this is going to be a trend going forward even into the future with the new engines and suddenly red yep. bull's gonna be spending all this money everyone's like how are they why are they doing this yeah as it turns <laughs> Again, I, it, was, it was something I mentioned in one of the one of the previous recordings that we did. Is that it was actually Matia Binotto that came out and said, "I don't know how they're doing exactly it. like even yep. like the Ferrari team boss is like, I'm not I'm not sure about that." Um, yes, I read start the conspiracy a, theories outside of Ferrari. Um, McLaren have said they're bringing updates. They didn't say what parts, but um, you know, McLaren definitely need to, to to find a little bit more to get to the you know back to the front of the midfield, which they they haven't really been at since well, i guess they were at australia but haven't really been there since last year so well they were um, basically at the front of everyone during testing here so look if they've yeah if they had a good test yep. and they got a lot of data there and they're bringing updates here well then they'd, they'd already have a good baseline to know if their updates are working or not mm-hmm. because they had a good test here yep. and then hopefully that translates to a good race right mm. i mean they had pretty unlucky miami grand prix both drivers so mm, hey if they're yeah. going to really kick start their career here I th- their career their, their season here <laughs> seems like a good place to do it i think coming back as mclaren too yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> uh yeah uh outside of mclaren we've got alpine set to bring a uh new rear wing uh, and apparently focusing on some weight saving as well that's another common theme as teams are still working on bringing that weight limit down but sometimes saying they can even save you know a couple of tenths a few tenths just by saving just just a small amount like a couple of yeah. you know a couple of kilos or whatever so um kind of insane alpha are bringing an upgrade package which includes floor related parts plus potentially other things as well they are pretty vague um aston set for their first significant upgrade as well which again team that really needs it um it's it's spearheaded with the new floor to help with porpoising similar to ferrari again they're very similar to ferrari in the sense that they've had to really jack their ride height because they get really bad porpoising so if this new floor helps them run a little bit lower and not get that porpoising then that'll bring them back into contention um there's a rumor that they might be going away from their side pod design so it might be the first team to actually uh, like during the season to go away from something. There was obviously ah, talks that Mercedes yeah, yeah, yeah. Mercedes might ditch their no pod because they're Which like, Which were oh, the obvious one, yeah. right? But they've been um, adamant they're trying yep. to stick with it. Yep, yep. But uh, there's, a, there's a rumor that Aston might be might be redesigning away from their wide pods. So mm. um, we'll see if that, that's the case. Uh, you know, it'd be pretty obvious to see come, come Friday. So, um, And then apparently there's a potential for some suspension related changes uh i'm not sure if if you recall but both drivers were talking about how they just don't have any feel through the steering they can't really trust the car so um yeah supposedly that they they might be bringing maybe not this race but uh, they're looking at some suspension related upgrades Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to, to give them a bit more feel and a bit more trust in the car as well so um outside of that red bull have just said they're exploring weight saving options they didn't mention spain or anything but uh, again, another team just trying to bring weight limit down. So, um, yeah, a lot of upgrades. Uh, I'm not sure how much we'll see it swing. Um, you know, I, I 
I do hope that we'll see a lot of uh, driving in practice. I guess with all the up the upgrades mm. the teams are bringing in, I'm hoping that translates to more track time in FP1, 2, and 3. So, um, but yeah, that's that's all I've got. Uh, I don't know if there's anything you wanted to add. Do you reckon <laughs> Do you reckon we'll get another... Oh, I'm trying to think... I'm trying to think if we want to try to like guess what we think the most almost significant... Like, do we think we'll have a significant upgrade where we see something and you go, whoa, that almost looks like, you know, like that chunk of the car is almost new or different? Or do you think mm. it would generally be an evolution type thing, right? Yeah, I... You mean just in general, or do you mean for this weekend? Basically for this weekend, if some teams okay. are saying they're bringing a big package, and in, yeah. you know, sometimes in the past where they've almost entirely redesigned like the front wing or the rear wing, mm. right? I guess rear wing kind of changes anyway, race to race. Front wing kind of stays similar-ish, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I mean... I'm, it's hard to gauge the likelihood that maybe, as we say, like almost all the teams count with a concept, and they're... Mm. Maybe it's just driven because Mercedes have always been the most vocal in saying we don't want to change our concept and you don't really hear any other teams talk about it. Sure, so you presume yeah. they're not going to change their side pod concept. But I'm wondering what's the chance maybe that a team will start to show something they're thinking of going a different way. or Because mm. it's a hard thing to do, right? Because if, if a team like you're saying, like even like Aston does want to change it, they kind of have to do it as a whole as a package because you can't really change one bit and then the rest of it. I think that was the problem Mercedes mm. had very early on was they realised there was a few other areas of the car they still had to sort out because it wasn't all talking to each other. Yep. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's to the, think about. <laughs> that's the biggest thing because, like, uh, you know, Aston's obviously set to bring that, that new floor. It, would, it wouldn't make sense to bring a new floor unless it's, one that works with their new side pod design because obviously all that aero dynamic obviously like you said has to all work together so yes. a floor that would work with their wide pod design chances are it wouldn't work with whatever redesign that they were exactly thinking of yeah, moving yeah. towards so um i would say uh those rumors i would say possibly if they are gonna do it i would say it's gonna be after spain um i i think it's I already think it's too late in the season unless they're writing off the season uh, or unless they yeah. just want to try and come back for like the back end of the season. But I think it's already too late in the season to make such a drastic change, um, I, w- I would think. Uh, but may- maybe I've Unless, as you yeah. say, you make it a glorified test session for next year, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, that's the thing with Aston is like they're already... Um, they're already so far behind this season. They started so far back that, you know, they're one of the teams that absolutely could do it and kind of get away with it because it's like, well, we got nothing to lose. If we think this is the direction we should be going in for the future, like for, like for future years, then maybe we can we can do it now. But uh, I think for a lot of teams, it's, it's, it's probably a bit too late. But uh, yes. it's, it's a good thing to think about. Um, I, guess, I guess we'll find out. But this is the first I'm hearing that outside of Mercedes... Um, yeah, the, the yeah, drastic yeah. redesigns mid-season. Most of it just happened during testing. So let's move on to predictions. Um, <laughs> yes, let's, let's go to uh, our current scores in which, uh, Kyle, you had a fantastic uh, Miami prediction week. Woohoo! So you got two from two. Uh, Yay! So, yeah, well done. Uh, I got zero from two. We don't need oh. to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Take the scores off the screen. You were technically so it. close, to be yeah. fair. Well, I, I tried. I was very. I was had the right idea, and then I yes, yes, I botched it with the actual thing that matters. That's no, the fine. team botched it. You didn't botch it. You were the, the clever team. cookie. It's the teams and the drivers right. that let you down. I'm writing an angry letter yeah. to <laughs> Ferrari HQ at Maranello. Uh, let's move on to Spain, though. Uh, who do we think is going to get pole? 
Um, I, I didn't think about it. Well, I thought about whether I wanted. I thought about whether I wanted to think about this a lot, and then I kind of <laughs> went. I feel like because we have a fair amount of information here because of testing and there's a bit more kind of track characteristics that help mm-hmm. the boys in red. I'm kind of pretty comfortable being all in on red for quali. So I'm going red. I guess the question you say is which red do you go to? Bottas. Part of it is, <laughs> yes. Guan Yu Zhao, let's go. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, you're talking about alpha, right? That's yes, what I was talking indeed. about. <laughs> question is, do we think science is going to use all that energy to pull it together and smash it out? Do I think he's the kind of driver that maybe with that extra pressure might actually let it get too much to him and because of where he's at at this season, maybe he's going to try to extra push that bit hard rather than just let it naturally come out? Mm. I think he won't have a disaster equality like he has in the recent times, but I feel like Charles might just be quite... I feel like he's just going to be quite at home here. So, quality, yep. Charles... Similar reasons that I gave, I think, last week in terms of, again, that Ferrari just seems to on quality day just be nailed down. They can get it together while, I guess, their big competitors, the Red Bull and especially Max, seems to, you know, struggle to get that final, final lap together unless there's other factors at play. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going I'm going Charles for those confusing, twisted reasons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, yeah, I, uh, I, t- I tend to agree. Uh, I'm also going to go Charles. Uh, I, I, again, <laughs> I know, boring. boring. Uh, <laughs> get off the stage. Yeah. Dislike. I just, honestly, like, given how strong they were, like, in, in preseason testing as well, like, they were just, from the the first the first day, the first session of testing, they were just so dominant. Uh, and Charles was just on it so much more mm. than any other driver from like day one uh like while other other drivers were still getting used to their cars he was throwing it into corners apparently so as a car um, that he had to yeah. drive entirely different from previous yes, cars too and exactly, he just found yeah. it at home there so yeah yep. a lot of that has to come down to the track there would have been other yep. tracks where if we tried that it would have been a lot harder definitely it's totally yeah. agree and again same same reasons i i again talked about it uh, i think a little on the podcast uh i do think this track will swing in ferrari's favor um just because of you know, just the way it's designed uh so yeah because of that i i have gone with charles for pole position so race winner however um i have gone with someone different uh, good on you i went and i have literally no intelligent uh logistical basis for this but i've Other gone with pure hopium Yes, I've gone with Carlos. Nice, good on you, Carlos. Carlos, he's gonna win it. He's gonna do it in front of his home. In front crowd. of that sold-out crowd, indeed. Um, I the only scenario I had in my head was like a, uh, like a Rosberg Hamilton moment. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, and then Carlos I've heard everyone like, talking about yay. that. I've actually heard like two yeah. or three different parties go. Yeah. But what if they have a twenty sixteen and then Carlos yeah. gets it? I, the amount of people Be that good. have predicted it, I'm like, actually, this is going to happen now. Uh, see, but yeah, I just, I would, I'd love to see Carlos win it. I think he's, he's had a rough start to the season. Um, he has, he has genuine pace in that car when he's on, when he's at his best. Um, I think he's 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 much stronger than, uh, let's just say in comparisons, like Perez versus Verstappen in that car. I think he's much closer to charles than perez is to totally agree um verstappen um we've I seen think... when they're both actually 
got mm. it together in quality how actually close their laps are, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think I, I don't I don't think I hope that Carlos wins it. Um, I, I really just want that. Uh, I think it would be fantastic for his confidence. I think it'd be fantastic for the sport, and I think it'd be great uh, for Ferrari as well, and to bring them back into contention um, with uh, with Red Bull as well, who seem to have, like I said, they seem to have gained the upper hand the last couple of races, but I, I do think it'll swing Ferrari's way. So. Yes. Yeah, who have you gone with, though? No, I've, I've similarly gone down the Ferrari train for similar reasons we've said. I don't know, last weekend now I kind of went on about, ah, but in the race, Red Bull seem to pull mm. it together, but I still think this does feel like it's a bit of a sore point in, in Red Bull's thumb. They're not exactly kind of designed for a place here. Yes, this track is a bit hard to overtake normally. Um, I mean, mm. We had an okay race last year, but that was more just down to some nice strategy options. I guess I've heard word that it's going to be super hot, so normally that means a lot of degradation here, so there's still going to be some strategy at play. But I think when... I think even if we have like a two or three, even three stoppers at a fault, right, I feel like that leans more into the hands of the Ferrari, which we've potentially seen in those conditions, has a bit more wear in that. So I guess we're thinking their weaknesses they've had in the past few races kind of aren't there. And again, mm. they just feel so comfortable here. So I have gone with Ferrari, but I've gone the safe pick and I've gone mm. with Leclerc instead Boo. of Sainz. Because <laughs> I knew you were going to pick him. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I think... Oh. I guess if you're asking me to pick, do I think it's going to be a 1-2? That's tricky. I I don't... I'm thinking about it. Like, I, I'm, like I'm not initially going, oh, no, I don't think that's possible. No, I'm Kyle like genuinely... Stop work, stop I know, working, like, I'm just yeah. like, I, I haven't... <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd have to flip a coin on it. I think it could go either way. I don't think I'd be... I'd, if, if Ferrari kind of waltz out there and they're quite comfortably out there 1-2, I think I wouldn't be surprised by it. But then if I think it's still uh, Leclerc and... <laughs> I can't see what you're holding. You're... I've got a coin. I've got a coin. Oh, okay. It's a 10 yeah. coin. I can actually see your head. All right. We've got Max Max on one side, Carlos on the other. we got... Yeah, yeah okay. We'll say go for it. Ta- Max will be heads. Ta- Max will be heads? All right. Yeah. It's Max. Okay. That's boring. So I think it'll be the two waltzing a bit ahead. I think Sainz will be sniffing there and Perez will be struggling behind a bit Beautiful. outside of any kind of issues in that. Um, interesting thought, I guess, is as we said on... I think some people interestingly said, but do you, do you think this is one of the most likely tracks we've had so far where an outsider could get a podium, right? Someone like a, a Bottas or someone like an Alpine or someone like a McLaren. Because yeah. all three of those teams seem pretty strong in testing, especially McLaren, as we said, especially if they're bringing upgrades and especially where you can have kind of a bit of chaos here, um, mm-hmm. especially if it's high, high wear and heat we've already seen has been a bit of an issue. So I... Yeah. Not that I want to. I guess I just wanted to bring it up just to think about yeah, in general. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, good point. So I think I think that's what might give us an interesting race where I think that yeah. third position might be interesting. But I do think, yeah, Charles might fairly comfortably have it. Mm, but okay. I would still love to see him not comfortably have it. And I'll say mm. as well, if if Sainz is ahead and Charles is behind him, there's no way that they're going to pull a team orders card. For anyone that thinks oh. they will, it's way too early in the season. Yeah. That would be that would be almost seen worse than the Austria is, of, of Schumacher and Barrichello, right? You remember the fallout from race, that? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you exactly. Can't do that. Yes. Not again. For his first potential win, yes. Yeah. So anyone that's thinking it, you are valid to think it, but it, it if it but happens you're also I'll, wrong. I don't know. Yes. I will <laughs> I don't know, do something stupid, I'll I don't know, bite a shoe or I don't know, something oh, like that. Here right? we go. <laughs> 
quite a few. You've yeah, go on Reddit and go, if this happens, everyone screenshot <laughs> or do this thing. <laughs> but yeah, let us know your predictions in the comments or if you're listening on Spotify, uh, like I said, tweet us at FinalSectorYT. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's it from us. Uh, enjoy the race weekend. I know we will. Uh, hopefully it's not a traditional Spain Grand Prix. There's, there's thoughts, obviously, with these new cars that it'll be a bit bit closer racing so hopefully we, we can see a spanish grand prix that uh, that has a bit of overtaking has a bit of racing that's a, a little bit more exciting than previous and a bit of strategy so, too would be yeah, good would be very very nice but uh yeah enjoy guys and we'll see you for the race breakdown take care catch ya <laughs>